Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, November 12th, 2016, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim ji We'll be right back. Hello, Jian. How are you today? I'm doing all right. How are you, Emily? Good. Uh, always, of course, a pleasure to see your face, a reminder of the weekend. Of course, I'm the bringer of the <laughs> weekend for you, I think. Well, I think many of us are glad to see this week end for one mm-hmm. reason or another. So I suggest we should just move right along to talking about what's happening next week. Good idea. I'm actually really looking forward to the coming Monday. Really? That's quite unusual. People don't usually look forward to Mondays. I know. What's happening? What's happening is the super moon, they say. They say this month's full moon will be the biggest since 1948. And it won't look so big again until November 25th of 2034. Wow. So we're going to be a lot older by then. And that will actually be my birthday. Yes, it'll be another reason for you to celebrate outdoors. Right. I'll be turning 48. Wow. That feels like quite a while away. Yep. Yep, but yep, yep. It will be the largest in almost seven decades. So that's going to be impressive mm-hmm. this time, this Monday. So, of you know, course. we should check that one out. And this so called supermoon, of course, occurs when the moon is closest to Earth in its elliptical orbit, making it seem that much bigger to us here. Right. And I didn't know this before, but apparently this is the second in a series of three consecutive such supermoons occurring this year. Of course, um, so we we had seen a supermoon last month, but this month's full moon is even closer to the Earth than last month's by about 1,300 kilometers. Wow. Well, in fact, the distance between the Earth and the moon this month is about 27,800 kilometers closer than average, which is quite a big It's a a huge difference indeed. And because of this, Monday's full moon will be 14% larger to the eyes and 30% brighter than average as well. Oh, wow. I think I'll have to take out my sunglasses for that. At night. (laughs) Definitely worth seeing if it's going to be that much brighter. Mm. Well, I heard that this full moon is so close to the Earth that it's also going to affect the tidal system as well. So the sea level is expected to rise significantly between Monday and Wednesday here in Korea. I guess that's a warning that people should be extra careful when going near or in the waters on those dates. Experts advise small boat owners to be cautious of high waves too. Right. But for those of us in the cities, hopefully it will make for a very scenic night. Right. So I'm crossing my fingers that it'll be a cloudless Mm. night. That would be wonderful. And now you have me very excited about it, too. It's just a couple of days away. So I hope it's not too cold on Monday evening so that we can just go out and, you know, enjoy the fresh air and the beautiful view. Mm -hmm. Definitely looking forward to it. In the meantime, getting back to the program, as many of you already know, we are now in the B16 season and KBS World Radio's English service has added a new broadcast frequency and time. You can now also hear us between 1400 and 1600 hours UTC on 7.215 megahertz, 
targeting India. Of course, we'll share some recession reports on the frequency on this program in a moment. We are continuing to mail out the new updated B16 timetables, but please remember that the posts sometimes take quite some time. For the time being, you can view the timetable on our website as usual. Go to world.kbs.co.kr and go to the How to Listen tab and select Shortwave from the drop-down menu. We're going to take a quick break now, but we'll be right back with this week's letters and reports, so don't go away. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed up, emailed comments, letters and reception reports, all from you, our listeners, and we'll share some of those with you on this program. We'll start with some of the reports on the new frequency first. Our monitor, Shazad Shabir of Pakistan, left us an online recession report dated November 4th when he tuned in to us via the new frequency 7.215 megahertz from 1520 to 1600 RZ UTC. Unfortunately, the simple he gave was only 11222. And he added, hello, dear, greetings from Pakistan. We were surprised because we could hear CRI Nepal program. Please check the matter. That was indeed a surprise for us, too, because we'd only been aware of the interferences from a Chinese station until now. Well, thank you, Shazad, for letting us know about this new situation. And yes, we will definitely look into it. We'll send you the QSL car soon. Our Indian monitor, Muhammad Shaman S., also spoke about the co-channel interferences from a Chinese station this week. He tuned into 7.215 megahertz on November 1st from 1400 to 1500 hours UTC. So maybe it's the Chinese station interfering at 1400 UTC and the Nepali station at 15. UTC, perhaps. Anyway, Muhammad tuned in using his Grundig Yacht Boy 80 receiver and a 20 meter long wire aerial antenna and rated the simple three across the board, so slightly better. Mm-hmm. And he gave us lots of details of the programs he heard, including the news, so calling, drama lines, and creative minds of Korea. He also said, Report about Korean beauty and style tips was educative and useful. Keep it up. Today, your signals in 41-meter band, 7.215 megahertz, was average in my area. There were strong jamming and co-channeling from China Radio International Hindi service to South Asia on 7.220 megahertz from 1400 to 1500 UTC. And last month, the test transmission of 7.215 megahertz was excellent, loud and clear in my area. But today, it was disappointing. Again, that's very disappointing for us to hear as well. Mm -hmm. But thank you for monitoring the frequency despite the bad conditions. Mohammed also tuned in to us on 9.515 megahertz from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC on November 4th and 6th. And again, gave us lots of details on the contents. He rated the Simpo 4 across the board for both days and added your signals in 31 meter band 9.515 megahertz was loud and clear in my area. No jam and falling. It gives me good reception. So once again, thank you, Mohammed, and your QSL cars will be on their way shortly. 
Another listener, Avinash Chikot of the United Arab Emirates, also emailed us his reports on both 7.215 megahertz and 9.515 megahertz. He also started off the report saying, although the frequency of 7.215 megahertz is with good signal, it is having adjacent frequency interference by station on 7.220 megahertz. Avinash used Sony ICF SW76. 00GR digital radio and a Dagen 31MS indoor loop antenna to tune into us via 7.215 MHz on October 31st between 1400 and 1430 hours UTC and rated the SIMPO 42322. Again, mentioning the interference by the station on 7.220 MHz. As for 9.515 MHz, he tuned into the frequency on November 6th from 1630 to 1700 hours UTC and rated the SIMPO 35444, noting fair signal with no interference. So thank you very much, Avanash, and we'll send you your QSL cards and new frequency schedules very soon. Well, it's really unfortunate that the new frequency is suffering from so much interference. I mean, we've heard of the Chinese interferences Mm -hmm. earlier on, but now we are hearing about the Nepali interferences. So hopefully um, with the change in the season and as time goes by, that'll be all sorted out. But of course, as we mentioned earlier, we will uh, check with the technical team Mm -hmm. to see if there's anything we can do on this end as well. But staying on 9.515 megahertz and also in the UAE, listener Munir KP emailed us a report for the frequency along with his new address. The report was for October 12th when he heard us at 1618 hours UTC on 9.515 megahertz. His equipment included a Texan PL660 PLL synthesized receiver with a synchronous detection and a long wire antenna. And he rated the SIMPO 3543 He also sent us a short recording of the broadcast and through quite some noise, we could hear the Soul Calling program liner as well as the voices of Karen and Mark. Munir also listened to us on 9.640 MHz at 1400 hours UTC on November 6th when he could only hear a few seconds of K-pop connection before the signal fell off and sent us a recording of that as well. Also attached on the email was a photo of a giant palm tree with what looks like loads of palm dates on it. Now, to be honest, I've only seen the dried or glazed dates mm-hmm. before, but, um, you know, I'm pretty sure those were date palms. It was a palm <laughs> tree with little tiny fruits. Well, thank you for sharing the image with us, but... We're now curious as to the backstory behind it. Mm-hmm. Was this picture taken on a trip or is it a part of your garden or maybe even an orchard? That would be lovely. I know. <laughs> so maybe you can tell us next time. In the meantime, we'll send you your QSL card and a new schedule to your new address. And of course, we'll also ask Yuna about resending past QSL cards to your new address as well. Well, going back to 9.515 megahertz quickly, our Bangladeshi monitor Hazi Abdul Manan sent us his logs for November 5th up to the 9th, during which days he tuned into the 1300-hour UTC broadcast on the frequency using a national analog receiver with a telescopic antenna. He rated the simple three across the board for all five days and wrote, Worldwide Friendship, 
or KBS Listener's Lounge, as it's called now, is an excellent programme. Soul Calling and Korean Pop Interactive was good and well heard. News commentary in an important of KBS World Radio. So, Hazi, it's great to hear from you again, and we hope that you've been keeping well. And, of course, thank you very much for your reports. Your QSL cards will be on their way very soon. Here's something we don't see every week. We received a recession report from a South Korean listener. Hmm. Listener Hyunmyung Lee heard us in Namwon City of Jeollabukdo Province, which is way down south, about three to four hours drive away from Seoul, I believe. Hyunmyung says he is a student and he tuned into us at 9.580 megahertz from 0240 to 0300RS UTC on November 6th using a Sony ICF7601 receiver and a rod antenna. He rated the simple. 54444 and said that he listened to K-pop Interactive. He also said that it feels different from listening to the internet radio, mm. I bet. Now, Hyunmyung also sent us a link to a video recording of the broadcast and from the looks of it, it appears um, he seems to have listened to the radio outdoors, so I thought that was quite cool. Thank you very much for your report, Hyunmyung, and we hope to hear from you again soon. Yeah, hopefully you'll start listening to all our shows mm-hmm. and become one of our regular shortwave listeners right here in South Korea. That would be pretty exciting. Now, next up, let's open up some mail that we received uh, from the post. And uh, the first one is from our loyal listener and monitor Fumito Hokomura of Japan. We received some handwritten reports from September and October from Fumito recently. On September 10th, 12th, 19th and 25th, he tuned into our 0200 UTC broadcast on 9.580 megahertz using an ATS909X receiver with a rod antenna. He rated the simple 35222 on the 10th and 45333 on the 12th and on the 19th. The simple fluctuated a little bit on the lower side from 25121 to 15111 to finally reach 25232. And then on the 25th, he rated the simple 35343 and he asked... When do you see the first snow in Korea's highest mountains? It's cold in Japan's northern cities, but it's still quite warm here in Fukuoka. Well, up on those Horak Mountains, uh, which is definitely not the highest mountain in South Korea, but uh, the first snow of the season was recorded on October 28th. It's a little on the northern side Mm -hmm. as well, so maybe that's why. Uh, It's also on the east coast, which which tends to be colder than uh, the inland areas. As for the highest mountain in South Korea, which is Hallasan Mountain, it's located in the southernmost island island of Jeju. But even so, its first snow was recorded on November 1st, so I hope that... That answered your question, Fumito. Hmm, that's quite interesting. So we can actually possibly find snow here somewhere in Korea already. Yeah. If you are willing to walk enough and climb, climb enough, enough to yeah. find it. Well, taking a look at some of his letters from October, Fumito sent us two separate letters for the two broadcasts he heard on October 8th. First, he heard us on 9.580 megahertz from 0228 to 0300 hours UTC and rated the simple 44333. Later on the same day, he listened to KBS World Radio again at 0800 hours UTC on 9.570 megahertz. And this time, the listener 
listening conditions fluctuated quite a bit. It started out at 45444, then dropped to 11231, sometime between 0810 and 0827 hours UTC. He noted jamming and poor waves and wrote that there were good times and bad times today. Femido also said, It's still warm in my hometown in October. How about Seoul? Is it cold or warm in fall there? Well, I think it's pretty cold now, but it's kind of hitting like minus two and then going back up to 18 degrees Mm -hmm. Celsius. So it's kind of a little bit confusing at the moment. But I think it's officially winter as of the past Monday, at least according to the Korean traditional Uh, seasonal divisions. So around October 8th, when Femida wrote this letter, I think it was probably 23 to 24 degrees Celsius. So it was quite warm here and Mm -hmm. in the sun but somewhat cold when you were kind of in the shade but the weather in autumn in Seoul is actually quite nice in general so it's not too hot not too cold Mm -hmm. it's a nice um, in-between season between summer and winter the only uh, complaint I have is that it's too short exactly Mm -hmm. that is what I was going to say it doesn't last long enough but anyway thank you as always Famido and your QSL cards are on their way Staying in Japan, listener Toshia Nishimura sent us an email with his recession report for 9.580 megahertz. He listened to us from 0200 to 0249 hours UTC on November 3rd using a Sony radio IVF shortwave 7600GR. I'm wondering if it was supposed to be ICF uh, with the Sony AN12 vertical antenna. He gave us lots of details about the programs he heard and rated the Simpo 55444. Thank you, Toshia. We'll send you a sell car very soon and uh, we have one more from japan today this time it's a handwritten recession report by listener takahiro horie takahiro heard us somewhat briefly on 9.580 megahertz on october 16th between 11 30 and 11 35 japanese standard time which translates to 0 to 0 hours utc he used a Texan PL310ET receiver with the long wire antenna and rated the simple 5544525 across the board. He also commented, thank you for the always interesting broadcast. Please make a fun broadcast in the future. We support you. I love the cute emoji Takahiro <laughs> drew on that letter. So uh, thank you for your report and the smiley faces that actually made us smile. We'll send you the QSL card very soon. Well, taking a look at some more online reception reports, listener Michael Koffler tuned in to us from the Philippines on November 5th on 15.575 megahertz between 0200 and 0210 hours UTC. He used his Texan PL380 receiver with a 10 meter long wire antenna and rated the simple three across the board. But he said, maybe poor reception because of my location and small radio, but the signal reaches is okay and it can be understood. So it's not the worst news Mm-mm. that we've heard. And I think this is probably the first time for Jean and I to hear from you, Michael. So welcome to KBS World Radio. And of course, thank you very much for your report. And we would love to hear more about you. Uh, so please do get in touch soon and tell us more about you and uh, keep listening as mm-hmm. well. 
Also on November 5th, listener Lars Weiden heard our broadcast all the way from Sweden between 1830 and 1850 hours UTC at 7.275 MHz. He used a SDRIQRF space receiver with the long wire antenna, which yielded a simple of 33343. He also wrote, according to your schedule, there should be an English transmission at 2200 UTC. However, I cannot see any signal on that frequency. Lars, I wonder if you have an old schedule of ours because we don't broadcast on 7.275 MHz at 2200 RUTC. Currently, the only broadcast we have on 7.275 MHz is at 1800 UTC, which is the broadcast you heard. And at 2200 UTC, we broadcast on 6.9 uh, excuse me, 6.095 megahertz for half an hour and on 9.570 megahertz and 15.575 megahertz for an hour each. So, well, we'll send you a new schedule along with your QSL card. Thank you for your report. And listener Abdu Rahman of Bangladesh also listened to us on 7.275 MHz on November 8th from 1800 to 1900 hours UTC. He rated the simple 33234 and wrote, Hello, I've come back to your radio program. Please remember me and please send me a new calendar. Well, welcome back, Abdur. We are very, very happy to have you in our little family again. And I think that the last time we heard from you was probably sometime in spring, so it's good to hear from you again. We always like to hear what's going on and uh, make sure our listeners are uh, well and safe and healthy. So um, please do keep in touch with us. And thank you for coming back and also for your report. We'll have your QSL card on its way soon. And that's all the time we have for the letters, emails, and recession reports from you today. The information you provide to us is very important, and we rely on you to keep tabs on how our broadcast is being received in your part of the world. So please do keep those recession reports coming. It's now time to take a peek into the KBS World Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent, Yuna Lee. Here's Inside the Mailbox. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoon Ha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page as well as events and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I'll tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. We haven't had many postings on Facebook this week, but I was glad to see in the comments that so many of our listeners have participated in the K-pop year-end survey since we announced it on Facebook. If you don't know what this is, listen to last week's edition of Inside the Mailbox or visit our KBS World Radio Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash EnglishKBS to get details. Now let's move on to website directions. As we are approaching the last month of this year, KBS World Radio will soon air the year-end special program, Audio 2016. Just like we did last year as part of the special program, the English service team is running a survey on your favorite hosts and programs. We posted details about the survey on our KBS World Radio website. Towards the middle of the main page, find PR Room on the right side of the screen. Under PR Room is a list of the latest updates made on our KBS World Radio website. Click on Audio 2016, choose your favorite host of the year, which will take you to the posting with directions to entering the survey. 
There are three questions total. Number one, who is your favorite host at KBS World Radio in good service? Number two, what's your favorite program? And number three, if you remember a specific edition or date of a certain program aired this year, please share with us including why it was memorable. Choose your response among the provided choices for numbers one and two, and feel free to write as much in detail for number three. Also, don't forget to include your name and mailing address at the end because we'll be sending out souvenirs to participants selected at random. Please send your answers to english at kbs.co.kr or Facebook direct message. You can also send in your responses to our mailing address, which you can find in the posting. Lastly, remember all answers should arrive no later than December 4th. To take a closer look of the page, head on over to our KBS World Radio English Service website, world.kbs.co.kr slash English. This Tuesday, November 9th, we sent out the third quarter quiz prizes to the 100 winners. The prize is a KBS World Radio book stand. Thank you to all participants, and even if you didn't win last quarter, we are currently running the fourth quarter quiz. We ask for your active participation until the end of December. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Ha Lee. Have a nice weekend! Sadly, we end the show today with some very sad news. Our Bangladeshi monitor, Jahangir Alam Manto, got in touch to let us know that our dear listener and avid DXer Biplop Kumar Adhikari suddenly died of a massive heart attack on October 19, 2016, at just 39 years of age. Biplop's home district was Kushtia in western Bangladesh, and he was an active member of South Asia Radio Club and a dedicated and loyal listener here at KBS World Radio as well. We will miss receiving his comments and recession reports. On behalf of everyone from KBS World Radio and all our listeners around the world, we would like to send our condolences to Biplop's family and friends. May he rest in peace. And that's where we will leave off today's program. Thank you very much for listening to KBS Listener's Lounge. This has been Kim Ji-un. And I'm Emily Jennings. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye.